So I think it's fair to say you're xenophobic, Josh. Huh? Who? The, what? Who the fuck? Xenophobic. That? Xenophobic. No. You're ze- the, okay. Well, the whole time we were watching Alien, you were scared of the xenomorphs. So you were like, "Oh my god, I can't look." Uh, no. Okay, you have Chris, xenophobia. That's not what that means. It's a totally different thing from what you're thinking. It's of right fear now. of xenomorphs, like arachnophobia, spiders. You can't ze- be telling people that, Chris. I understand that you may. I've have- been telling everyone you're xenophobic. Kind Why of- would you do that? Why wouldn't I? It's funny. I was like, "Oh, Josh is stuff xenophobe. Like he's." It's a little problematic. It's hilarious. You, I told all your close friends and your employers. Is this why my it. HR department wants to see me later? Oh God! Uh, maybe they want to show you the Alien sequels. Oh fucking shit, dude! You can't what? do that. First off, I come from a family of immigrants. All right, so that's not. What does that have to do with xenophobia, dude? You can't. You just can't say that about a person. It's actually impossible for Josh to be xenophobic because I am Guatemalan. Yeah. I don't know if it's impossible. I mean, he clearly was afraid of the xenomorph, so I don't know. Let's just start the show, man. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are too many movies. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. This week we watched Alien. But before we talk about Alien, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh. And I am Alex. If this is your first time here, thanks for listening. Uh, we have a Patreon, five bucks a month. Uh, I know putting that up front is a little presumptuous of us, but just hey. give us your fucking money. Okay. Give us your money. There it is. Easily, yeah. Simply put. You get some things for it. It's not nothing. You get a uh, bonus episode every month, uh, exclusive content, access to the Discord, behind-the-scenes stuff. Just, uh, you know, the I'll usual. Your ass. Okay. All right. Don't say that. that. I mean, I will. That's illegal. But don't do that. We can't say that. It's not illegal to eat someone's Patreon's ass. Patreon's going to cancel our... <laughs> it's illegal to charge for it. Oh, you're That's right. That's prostitution. Unless it's a... Mis- no. Which nope. is a felony now in Texas, by Shout the way. out to that. Mm. Shout out to Texas, Shout our out. fucking beautiful yeah. home states. We're sorry in advance to all of our listeners for being from Texas. Yeah. yeah. Our bad. Or living in Texas. I'm suing my parents for raising me here. Anyways, yeah. this is not a political podcast. This is a movie podcast, and this week we watched Alien, so we're going to get right into that. Wait, I got a whole thing on Roe v. Wade. Roe yeah. v. Oh, well, cancel that. You're xenophobic, remember? I um, watched Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Okay. Neat. That's... Not really. Okay. Are we uh, going to talk about what we've been watching? Yeah, let me kick it off. Great. All right. Um, I watched two tings, or three tings, yeah. but uh, Truth Be Told, which is a new, uh, not new, it is a series on Apple TV Plus um, starring, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? Just fuck. <laughs> Just fuck, man. A- Apple TV, whatever you, whenever got, you mention Apple TV Plus, how m- oh, can I ask, yeah. how many streaming services do you have? Oof. Oh, man. Is it all of them? Because every week start, start naming them off. You're like every week. You're like, oh, I this week I watched PTSD on the, the body cam show, and it's on PTSD plus. <laughs> oh, by it's, the way, it's on police week, cam plus now. <laughs> the last week I fucked up. It was Quibi that I was trying to make fun yeah, of. There I, we go. I remember Not that. Quibi. Yes, and it was something with a Q. Yeah. yeah, but they're both like, who the fuck? Like, oh boy. I'm off work. Time to watch some Tubi. <laughs> All right. Fuck. So, so I got the Apple. I got the Netflix, HBO, Amazon, Showtime, Anytime. Uh, Showtime. Showtime, Stars. Anytime. 
Stars. Stars? You have the stars, stars ones? You have stars. TNT, too? No, not TNT. What else? <clears throat> NFL. Yep, up, up, Yep, up, up, plus. Yep, up, Yep, up, up, now. Yep, up, up, go now, plus. I've got most of them. Peacock. You have Peacock. Dude, uh. That's a so that's crazy. That's so many. Are you watching the 1950s sitcoms on Peacock? Because I, I had to do it for The Office. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. they have like The Office bonus edition where it has like deleted scenes. Oh, in it. right. Anyways, right. are uh, they doing a reunion? I don't know. Who man. cares? Apple TV Plus. You you watch the show Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told with Octavia Spencer. Ooh. And neo-Nazi Aaron Paul. Yeah. What? So she uh, Octavia Spencer hosts a, po- a true crime podcast. And she is delving into the story that she wrote about like 20 years prior to that uh, involving Aaron Paul in his case, a wrongfully convicted case. Never heard of it. It is an interesting show. <clears throat> it's not true detective. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is. It's a detective show, but it is not true detective. You know? Yeah. yeah. So you have to like, you know. So it's not good. more like false detective. Am I right? <laughs> That joke and more are behind our Patreon <laughs> uh, as an NFT. As an NFT available for purchase, opening bid five grand. I think that uh, this show is. I don't know, man. I think I'm not going to finish it. Okay, you know it is so, a show. Yeah. Uh, so not super into it, huh? Maybe steer clear of it. It just doesn't feel realistic because she has this podcast that everyone has listened to. Everyone she goes up to is like, "Oh, I heard your podcast." That doesn't happen. That doesn't fucking happen <laughs> to us. To us, anyway. <laughs> well, you're yeah, projecting a little, a little bit, maybe. No That's one the- experiences this. <laughs> no <laughs> one ever. Joe Rogan doesn't walk around. <laughs> maybe it's how often they say the word podcast. I'm like, oh, shut the mm. fuck up. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. That kind of bothers me. Anyways, shout out to Joe Rogan, the human horse. Go on. Yeah, he's a fucking anamorph now. I think he recovered. He's fine. Uh, yeah, whatever. He he took horse tranquilizer, yeah. horse dewormer. Oh, did he really? He did. Ah, oh, well. Cool. Shout out to that. Shout out to the conspiracy people that are going to flood the comments of this conversation. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Shout like, out. Actually, ivermectin was approved in 1998. Fuck off. <laughs> Get well, Joe Rogan. Um, sure. The human thumb. Go on. Count Me In is a documentary that I saw on Netflix. Count Me In is a documentary about drummers. Ooh, okay. it's just about hard rock drumming. So it has the drummer from hard rock, hard rock, fucking hard, hard rock. rock. Yeah. Hey, rock is not a genre. <laughs> you guys ready I to just, rock? What? You guys ready to rock and roll? If anyone ever said you guys ready to rock, that's your cue to leave the concert, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You don't think rock is a genre? It is, but it's dead. Do you get what I'm saying? As far as like, you can't say you're a rock band anymore. Oh, not does anymore. that make sense? Oh, Unless so you'll you- never make it. Does that make sense? Unless right. you're playing the game Rock Band, of We're course. True. Where it's like, oh, I'm radio-friendly guitar noise. Yeah. Does that make any sense? I don't know, man. I I mean, I am a fan of classic rock. I, not current day rock, if that if that's what you're implying. I, I You can't be a, rock ba- a new rock band today. No. Right. Where it's like, that's Nickelback. You know what I mean? Not even. Yeah, but I mean, they've been around for a while. But they yeah, they, everyone's been shitting on them. But like, that the genre, they've where been it's around, like, dude, they've been around for 30 years. That's crazy. Whoa. Cool, I'm 30. Congratulations, so, Nickelback. Yeah. Um, Pickleback. I just think like that genre should just be, call itself Walmart at this point. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. Sorry to derail this, but what were you talking about? No, so it's a documentary about classic drummers. <clears throat> uh, so the drummer from the Foo Fighters, oh, fuck, dude. the Who... 
Um, Fuck fucking hard little, rock. Just little devil horns, little dude. tiny, tiny mini horns. Um, for those listening, yeah. it's actually really fucking badass. It's a really fun documentary. Of course, they talk about John Bonham at length. Um, yeah, it's just fucking badass. Really cool and edited really well. And the end of the documentary is like fucking worth the price of admission. It's okay. it's just the jam session between uh I forget all the bands, but fuck it, man. It's it's just a cool documentary. If you <laughs> fuck like it, man. <laughs> if you like music, if you like drums, it's a fucking really cool documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Um and then one more thing. Alex <laughs> I'm so excited. I watched a YouTube series. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Here fucking we go. go. Uh, if you haven't heard of this channel, I highly suggest you check out Soft White Underbelly. Hmm. This channel, this it, it, he's essentially a photographer. He works in advertising, but he also has a series of interviews with different people from across the world. And every person is either a prostitute, a drug addict, a crackhead... A like fucking just the just more uplifting sounds things. wholesome yeah just the worst not the worst I mean these people will have it rough downtrodden the just just sadness the the YouTube series the Florida Project the series that sounds great it, it is fucking sad dude there is a so 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 for your main course you usually have body cam police. Yes. reality TV shows and yes. for dessert you hop on YouTube and watch interviews with crack addicts God. drug addicts and prostitutes yes do you eat dinner like this <laughs> <laughs> for those listening Alex is trembling with a fork yeah it's fucking terrible one how do you go to work after that yeah. one interview in particular uh, he did with a family fuck from West Virginia fuck entirely inbred is it the whites? No. Okay. What? An entirely inbred family. You've you know heard what? of a family? Well, there's a documentary that came out. The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Yes. Oh, my bad. Um, what were you about to say? They're an inbred family <clears throat> from West Virginia, all of them. Okay. Cool. Why is the show called Soft White Underbelly? I have no idea. Okay. It's about but a cute little panda. I was like, yeah. Was like, <laughs> so the guy, so the f- he interviews every week is just an interview with the panda. He's like, talk to the panda if you can. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes up to this family that are all just sitting on the porch, like I, I, they're fucking inbred, dude. Yeah. They are not human beings fully. Uh, they have like xenomorph skulls. And this one guy, he's talking to, like, "Hey, remember me? I took a photo of you, like you know, ten years ago." And he's like, ah, 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 "Like Bruh, Jesus, Christ, dude. Fuck. Let me, just, let me, please. <laughs> no, I, I'm just gonna pull up the no. audio. Oh my god, I really don't want this. I don't feel like being haunted this week." All right, inbred. Okay. Josh's search history is just inbred fucks. <laughs> inbred whites. <laughs> All right. What the fuck is this? That's them, dude. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Hold that, on. That's a human? Is that Sorry. barking? So, so you, you lost your brother? Ray's brother? Huh? Ray and Tim's brother? Hold on. I'm good, dude. I'm all Hold on. Editing all this out. That's got to be a dog, right? Those are no, dogs. Th- those are dogs. <laughs> no, that's not a human. No, those are actual dogs. Hold on. What's over there? That's a human. That's a human being. Okay. 
This is a horror movie. Dude, yeah, like none of their heads fucking work. Why? What is it? I don't want to see this, dude. That's. <laughs> you're smiling from ear to ear. Fuck. <laughs> why are you. Why, I can just picture you on the couch enjoying a nice macaroni and why cheese. Why do you disturb do you, yourself do you, do on you, purpose? Do you want to know why he talks like that? No. Because he's inbred and didn't receive an education? My theory is. Your theory. Here we go. Okay. Because of the dogs barking. Yeah. Y- you don't say. Is how he learned how to speak. So I mean, not a he, bad theory. He goes around going ah, 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 because of the dogs. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna start doing that. That theory checks out. Also, wow, <laughs> it is Nito. Why dude? is this journalist doing dude, this? Dude, fuck. Okay, it is just Nito. That's dude. big sad. Anything else, Josh? Oh, I love it. Yeah, like, you, give me all the sadness, dude. Save that for the end of the episode I next time. Eat it, dude. You're a succubus Fuck. of sadness I and love like tragedy. It. I love it. Let, just let me see the worst side of humanity, please. Yeah, true crime and whatever this guy likes to do. <laughs> and 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 human barking. Could you be he more laughs. terrifying? All right. Oh fuck Jesus. me, dude. We're good. Look on at all the this. look at the video. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those listening, the thumbnail is just <laughs> I'm not even gonna describe it. Soft white underbelly. I guess if you want depression, okay. if you want dude de- if you want to be absolutely down. <laughs> okay. For those listening, it's the thumbnails of soft white underbelly just seem to be the most decrepit humans. Uh, there's a soft. There's some people in KKK hoodies. So this journalist really goes to the underbelly of America. He finds is, the, I guess the the real life Grima worm tongues of the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh. Anything else, dude? Spice addict. Uh, oh my right. god. We're Wait, what, right. hold on. What is it? Uh, well, let's move on. What did we call it? Ish. The, the ish head. Ish heads. All right. That's it for me. Great. Good job. What do you got, Alex? I'll go next. Oh. To be fair, I'm going right. to I'm going to go next just All to right. I got a little mouthwash for that. Um it's not, great. It's a great YouTube channel. Not really. They have more views than us. Well, <laughs> that's a Maybe a big maybe we fill. should start branching out into interviewing the incest. I'm all good on that. Families. Yeah. I'm all set. Inbred families. I like talking about movies. Let's uh let's mm. host the podcast from West Virginia. I'm, nope. Do they have internet? I mean, there? we're not far off from being in Texas, but whatever. That's a good point. Anyways, I watching? I finished bl- bl- I finished Blurp. brand new cherry flavor on Netflix. How was it? Uh, it is an interesting ride. The destination is not worth the journey, though. Mm. More like bland new cherry flavor. Oh, nice. Fucking. That joke is now an NFT behind our paywall. Thank you. On Patreon for five bucks a month. Um. It's it's really interesting. It's got witchcraft. It's got some cool elements to it. I liked the actress, the main actress in it. She was really good. Um, I liked the themes it presented. I liked the Hollywood aspect. I liked the um, the, the just the overall premise of the show. Mm-hmm. For those for those that don't know, it's it's on Netflix. It's basically a woman is trying to get her film made. This aspiring short film she uh, maker moves to L.A. because she made this groundbreaking short film. And uh, it it's like a horror film, and these this producer wants to you know give her money to do it, and then obviously fucks her over, and then she tries to put a hex on him with like a witch, and then, as you do, as you do, and then then basically the 
she spirals into the underbelly of LA with like spiritual witchcraft and like you know it's it, it's you know when you put a spell on somebody it's not like that simple etc you know right yeah it I've takes done a toll it. on her except yeah you know you know about it's witchcraft basic and everything. stuff yeah just real you know I will say the special effects are fun and that journey like with all the special effects and the weirdness is fun uh-huh. the horror elements it has in it. Uh, I would not say I enjoyed the ending or the overall arc towards the last three episodes. They just kind of had an emergency landing. Mm. So funny that you make fun of Wilson all the time for having a small brain, mm. but he almost immediately stopped watching the series. Does that make him small brain? After, See, I, after the first er, 30 I mean, minutes? So coming, you're from saying, the, coming from the guy that did recommend devs to us. Thank you. Uh, the fact yeah. that, Al, that Alex Wilson was, had the wherewithal yeah. to watch the first episode of Brand New Cherry Flavor and be like, you know what? This isn't going to end well. This is not for me. Yeah, no. And that's then a, to see I you, sense it early. big brain, Chris in right. quotation marks. That's yeah, ultimately that's on my business card. Ultimately, not like brand new cherry flavor. I don't know. There seems like a a discrepancy here of big brainness. Yeah, you know? no. I think right. you're right. I think you're right because uh, because let, I recommend devs and yeah. Let's take right. a look at what he he recommended last week, which would be season nine of Impractical Jokers on YouTube. Okay, first of all, that's uh, yeah. So we established so you stopped watching brand new Cherry Flavor. Yeah, because I could see that it wouldn't be worth. Because you wanted more time to watch such things as season. Okay, first of all, we established that if a show reaches nine seasons, it is a classic we did no not establish matter that. what we did not establish that you tried to establish that i established it and i made my point with alex being the resident big brain i'm sort of like the medium brain i'm sort of like in between sure. y'all you know just a yeah, reg- the, the, just a regular sized average yeah. ass brain and yeah. then chris is like pinky from pinky in the brain but but i have to understand that alex lives on a different plane of being right yeah you're like one youtube series away from barking at everyone oh god the enlightenment i would feel if i could just bark my feelings alex is the dr manhattan of movie podcasts Mm -hmm. i feel like you're the doc dr manhattan of watching garbage shit i am on the astral plane and you are living with the earthworms damn so poignant from big brain thank you yeah so surprise that platitude is on sale on our Patreon, I I'm I am still surprised you bailed on brand new cherry flavor. Well, like I said, I'm really smart. Okay, didn't you watch an entire season of Go On Manifest? I was around when I was reading big brain manga while my girlfriend <laughs> watched Manifest. I was reading Berserk. You're, you're doing Manga Fest. Yeah. So and you read. I mean, that's uh, obviously that's bigger I brain than, uh, than all I three can of us. see some pieces of paper around your apartment. Doesn't look like they, you know, are books. Oh yeah, one of <laughs> the, yeah not one of the, one of them is actually uh, an ex machina script slash art book. Oh, that read along that you have. I think Alex wrote that actually. Yeah. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. By the way, I recommended that to you. Yeah, sure. as the. Signature Alex Garlic fanboy. Yep, yep. You're the president of the Alex Garlic fan club, aren't you? I'm gonna write to him. Okay, I can't wait for him to never read it. And Alex Garland also doesn't have social media, much like Alex, dude. You oh. see, I'm wow, just like him. Yep. Damn. So uh, Brandon- I recommend 2001: A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Damn, Alex. You, you like this movie? I. Fucking love. You've never seen it. I've I've seen it. 
I love 2001. Oh, so now you've seen it. Yeah, there. so it's about this big Lego block that shows up on the moon, and then the aliens okay, are like, don't, don't spoil it for everyone. My bad. All right. But there's also a big baby that's like the size of the sun or whatever. Okay, stop. Wow, man. Stop you there. Just lightning. Great. Can we get back to our show? <sighs> Fine. I'll, of course, what else? I'm like cables and that's my it. asshole. I'm not watching anything else. That's Just it? Brand new cherry flavor. I finished that. And oh, okay. That's it. Hmm. I moderately recommend it. The journey is fun. The destination is not. Hmm. Alex? Alex, do you want to destroy our credibility really quick? I watched a documentary. Wow. And not something on YouTube this week. Uh, nice, dude. I learned the truth about Bob Ross. Uh, in the Bob oh, Ross documentary. The Netflix documentary. And would you like to hear the truth about Bob Ross? Yeah, let's hear it. The truth is, he's a great guy. It's oh. exactly what you think. He's just a wholesome figure. He's just a great guy. He had some people basically steal his entire life's work from him, and his own son is not allowed to use his own last name in regards to painting because a family called the Kowalskis owns Bob Ross as a trademark. Fuck. That's what awful. the fuck? Pretty fucked up shit. Since this has come out, there's been like uh, a whole bunch of like internet discourse of people like, hey, boycott the Bob Ross yeah. company, you know. So I saw that and I was like, I'm going to avoid that because I don't want my blood pressure to rise because I knew it would be something like this where yeah. it's like this wholesome man just gets absolutely fisted by capitalism. Yeah, it's pretty enraging in some parts to watch because how, bl- first of all, in like 1981, the Kowalskis were already like 150 years old. What? So they're just old as they've been old as fuck for like their whole life. They're like the Koch brothers of art. Yes, but like trying to fucking be predatory off wholesome people, and they just mm. took all of his materials, and it's really fucked up. You got to watch it if you are into feeling sad, like Josh. I'll check okay, it out. I recommend it. It's pretty good. Okay. What else you been watching? That's it. Wow. Fuck yeah. That's it? Oh, wait. I No, oh, no, dude. No, fuck you. No. Wait a nope, second. Cutting you off right now. Let's get into the movie Alien. All right. Ah. Wrong drop. There we go. 117 episodes. There, there it is. Okay. <clears throat> Alien. I forgot to watch it. Dur- what? What? I just forgot to watch it. Because you're xenophobic? Yeah. Afraid of xenomorphs? That's, I mean, that's my bad, guys. Yeah. The fuck, man? Why'd so then, what'd you do instead? Just I watched watch Prometheus. All right. Okay. I mean, it was great. Not not a bad movie. I don't know why people shit on that movie. By the way, I mean, because she could have taken a left or right. Well, when that, that sure. When the, when the ship was rolling on her, but that's about it. Because it's new. That's yeah, true. true. Because it came out. Somewhat. Because it exists. Because it came out. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Aliens Three, though. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a few. Anyways, let's get into Alien. Alien. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's 1979. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. So from the top. Alien was dope. <laughs> Alien <Yeah>. was neato. <laughs> um, you know, obviously one of the biggest classics of space sci-fi horror. Absolutely. Um, right off the bat, I want to kick it into Giger. H.R. Giger. Every- am, I say- am I saying that right? Yep. Probably. I guess. Um, this movie, this whole franchise would not be what it is without Giger's work. 100%. I mean, he was making Alien before Alien. Right. Yeah. And basically. it was, and it was, it, I mean, it was just Ridley Scott and the producers seeing 
yeah. Giger's art. And then going, oh, we have a script. And like, oh, can we make it look like that's, that? Right. That's, a, that's the alien. Yeah. Clearly. That's basically like this painting he did. Which is fucking gorgeous. What was it called? Necro... The Necromorph? The Necro... Con. Necro- Necronomicon? Necronomicon something? That's something the like Book that. of the Dead. From there was basically the Xenomorph. But he wrote uh, Necrocomicon or Necronomicon. Oh, really? Yeah. Neato. Yeah. His own. There's like a... There's a... There's basically a painting of the Xenomorph before it was called Xenomorph, right? right. But it, it, it looked different, a little different. It had like eyes. <clears throat> it had a mouth. Yeah. Like a, a woman's mouth. And it had those glasses with the big nose and the mustache underneath. And it had a <laughs> big old glands penis at the end of his fucking head, dude. True, true. All of his shit is hypersexual, true, hyper dark, biomechanical, which is an interesting. It's yeah. like gears and sexual organs and yeah. ribs, like everything in is, conjunction with each other. Yeah, everything is phallic and yonic, and like yeah. yonic. Yonic is basically vaginal. Okay, for what phallic is for it's penis. hilarious that i am well aware of the meaning of phallic and i'm like yonic hmm yeah of <laughs> course yeah yeah but yonic is basically like oh that's vaginal okay in the same way you'd say phallic is like oh that's like a penis like a cock yep like yeah. a, you got it <laughs> and we're back like a pee. yeah like a pee. totally resident five head of the show yeah you man. said look he puts things in layman's terms so that we can understand exactly right what you a know? gift what a gift you're you welcome are. what a gift you're welcome moving back to alien the movie um let me say this i prefer the style of space and astronauts and fucking like just spaceships in general mm-hmm. of this film than i do current modern Space films. I totally agree. It's a different vibe. It's like the commercialization of space allows these like borderline construction crews to go out and yes, do their thing. Absolutely, and I feel like uh, at least for the tactile version of like the ship and like the buttons and the lights, it, it, there was even one point where it's like, "Yep, this is the li- the room of lights." Yeah. yeah, just put set it on demo mode. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the guy walked in and sat in basically a room of Christmas lights. And, yeah, uh, and it was just like. Ah, yes, the data. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, according to all these Christmas lights, we are certainly in space. Exactly. Right. Like, what do we... I prefer like, that. They, like, try and understand what he's actually looking at. It was literally just blocks of lights. Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. Like, but like you were saying. That versus the, like, mino- minority report of it all. Where it's like, like bring floating up, touch yeah, yeah. Like, shit. Honestly, dude, this over that any fucking yeah. day of the 100%. week. 100%. In Minority Report, it's cool. In this, it is just... That's for me, for me, that is space, dog. Yeah, I agree. The and analog aspect of it's it. It's the analog... Yeah. Sp- yeah, it's like... And that's... It's so funny when you go back to older movies from the 70s, 80s, um, and even a little bit in the 90s, their view of the future was still primitive. Right. Where yeah. it was like, oh, this takes place in 2080, or it's a futuristic movie in space, but their spaceship looks like it's running MS-DOS. Exactly. So yeah. it's like... Yeah. It's... I still like the green text. Like, I yeah. love that, though. It's all still just the old Linux code. The best adaptation of that that we've seen in this uh, century, even... Um, it's probably uh, Blade Runner 2049. Fuck yeah. 100%. But that is because it is using the technology that it created in the first Blade Runner, Very which right. is True. tactile and grimy and fucking old like that. Absolutely. And the, my favorite movies that are like science fiction movies use that tactile <clears throat> uh, feel for everything. You know, like when you, like we were talking about fucking, uh, Jesus Christ, Chappie, Elysium. Like it has a grimy feel to it yeah. that is still tactile and still real. 
yes. like physical and not just clean glass uh, 100%, screens, yeah. CGI, you know? So two things you brought up that I want to touch back on. Go ahead. One, first of all, Blade Runner 2049 did great with that advancement of technology while yes. still keeping it modern. Yes. But Alien, ironically, in Alien Covenant, if you look at clips from that, Alien Covenant, I believe, is a prequel. Is it? It has more advanced technology. It has touchscreens and shit. Nope. Don't. I watched clips of it today, and Prometheus the same way. The characters from Prometheus and Alien Covenant, which are sequels to Alien, or sorry, prequels, pre- yeah. prequels to the movie Alien, have more advanced technology yeah. because those movies were made, you know, last few years. Yeah. 2012 for Prometheus, 2017 for Alien Covenant. Mm. And those were... They looked like Minority Report. Like right. the, the space suits were better. Their 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 ship was all fucking futuristic and completely eliminating the fact that this takes place before Alien. Yeah, Mm-mm. not yeah. about it. It's fam. weird. Yeah, it, I didn't notice that when I initially watched Alien Covenant. I, I was just like, I thought it was well done as far as like the horror aspect. It was sure. a nice return to form in that yeah. regard. And whoever did the the actual creature, like the creature acting, did a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah. That guy's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and. I, I, a lot of people shit on the sequels of Alien, like all the evolution. I mean, Resurrection is whatever. I I, I had to. I need to do a refresher because I've have as I was doing the deep deep dive this morning on Alien, I realized like, oh, I've seen all these. Just, it's just been so long. Right. Like I was looking at clips and stuff, and I was like, oh, I remember this. Like I remember this. I have not seen Alien Aliens. Oh, the really? Second one, oh. which is the second one. Yeah. Alien Three, which is the most hated, and. I honestly, I've only seen Alien, Alien versus Predator, and I parts of Alien Covenant. That's like it. Oh, There's Prometheus. Alien Resurrection as well. Never saw that. Yeah. yeah. Prometheus I did see. Yeah. So Alien versus Predator is obviously considered outside of the canon. Yeah. By most Alien enthusiasts and purists, they're just like, fuck that one. Um, Which is a shame, because that could have been so <laughs> fucking cool. The, the property behind well, that it. That implies they're in the same universe. Yeah. They are. Okay, well, here's another thing I wanted to bring up. You brought up Blade Runner. You know that Ridley Scott, who directed Blade Runner just a few years later, has confirmed they are in the same take place in the same universe. Yeah, the Wayland Yutani Corporation is blatantly mentioned in both franchises. Correct. Fuck yeah! And the UI that's used in Blade Runner is identical to the UI of the spaceships used in Alien. Fucking There's, cool. I found side by sides of showing like how the ship lands and everything, and they have the same codes. They have the same, they have yes. the same landing mechanisms. Yes, all that. Daddy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ridley Scott. Yes. Ridley Scott. Daddy. Yes. Thank Alien you. Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, that that to me is so fucking cool. I mean, cool. it's one of those things where it's like in, Quentin Tarantino. It all lives in the same universe, right? But they don't have to intersect, right? It's just no. There's loose live. connections. Yeah. yeah, there's like the red apple cigarettes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. The uh, I I like that they're in the same universe, but it's like, would we ever see? You know. Blade Runner twenty fifty where they Xenoblade. fight the yeah it's like it's like no we don't have to Blade Runner v Alien nah but I love it. the android aspect of like which is loosely yes, noted in dude. Alien that's a thing in Blade Runner obviously it's a yeah. big thing in Blade Runner the android uh, crew member was not a part of the original script written by Dan O'Bannon mm-hmm. uh, and that was brought in by producers. Of all fucking people. It was producers wow. that were like, what if there's a fucking just 
just Android man. First time that's probably ever worked out. And it, <laughs> and, and it was fucking awesome, dude. It is a, it is a great plot element. And yeah. it's heavily foreshadowed, which is really cool to watch. If, you, if you're watching Alien, um, you never see him eat. It, mm. it's, they're shocked to learn he's a he's an android, which is funny. Yeah, but he never eats. Always just observing. He's always observing, and obviously his motive for the alien is, is of course uh, to, ulterior, to, right? Uh, or alternative? Ulterior. Whatever. Ulterior motive. Yeah. Yeah. So he has like they're all like, let's just shoot it, and he's like, don't fucking touch it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you learn later that's obviously his mission is to preserve the specimen and bring it back. Another way of they were gonna foreshadow that in the movie is that they were trying to um in the original version of the script, uh, they were having Ripley have sex with Dallas, which is like the the captain of the ship. And it was supposed to be like a casual thing, and that's how they abstain or that's how they remain celibate, I guess, is like they still have sex with each other in space. Huh? I don't know why. Because they're... <laughs> well, she goes, huh? I, I, I don't know if celibate was the right word, sorry. It's um, how they remain essentially like intact and safe. And okay. Safe, is like th- they just casually have sex with each other while on this fucking, you know, decade-long journey True. through space. It's like that's how they... It's like, oh, yeah, let's just do it, get it over with. And then the, uh, one of the conversations that Ripley was supposed to have, I think with... Uh, the other character, fuck, what's her name? I can't remember. The other woman, though. The other woman was that like. Have you ever had sex with with Ian Holm? That character, I forgot his name. Ash. Ash. Yeah. And like that was supposed to be like a. Oh yeah, well, that was another way of foreshadowing the fact that he's an android. Is that he's oh. never had sex with either of them? Mm. Oh yeah. So that was a plot element. I read that too. They were planning on incorporating basically just saying they fuck each other and it's just casual yeah and that no one has fucked ash was going to be like this wait a second kind of yeah. moment yeah you won't fuck us you're definitely an android <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean he does bleed cum <laughs> <laughs> that guy he's runs on two percent milk basically <laughs> yeah for sure yeah um but uh yeah so that was a, a theme that he wanted to include but was cut but he actually touched on in Prometheus, apparently. Right. Oh, cool. So he they it's touched on in Prometheus how they all kind of fuck each other. It's just a spaceship orgy floating through the abyss yeah. <laughs> with Charlize <laughs> Theron and Idris Elba, the sexiest space crew ever. Yeah, true. Of all time, that'd be a neato spaceship to be. On it. <laughs> I'd be like, hey guys, can I just? I'll just watch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is a neat spaceship. Like, do we have to go back to hypersleep? Like, <laughs> <laughs> can we just keep? Like, we can just. This, um, is, this is fun, right? Ridley Scott was inspired by both 2001. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He wanted yeah. to create a film that had both of those elements cool. in it for for this. And like, I don't think we had seen a, like an authentic space horror at the time. Totally. The first fucking draft of the script was called the Space Beast. <laughs> like they didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know what the fuck this was. You know what I mean? Like the writers yeah. didn't really. I mean, like it could have gone B movie very fast from the original draft totally. for sure. But the fact that Ridley Scott and he brings in all of these fucking elite motherfuckers like H.R. Giger to create the alien, it's it steps it up. Yeah, the, and sorry. Uh, well, the art design and production design like f- totally make this movie for me. And dude, you know what's so Absolutely. fucking badass about that though is that he had Giger create the alien. And the alien ship, or the the alien planet. Okay. And like the how that all looks in the fucking big giant uh, captain that's like dead. Like oh, that sure. Skeleton. He had him create all the alien elements, and then had a different designer design the ship, mm. the fucking the spacesuits, the tactile shit, like the the Nostromo. 
had an entirely different artist create all of those because they are of different worlds. That's fucking awesome and very smart. Isn't that some big brain shit, dude? Yeah. Yeah. I recommend, if you like Alien, the franchise at all, play Alien Isolation because it has you exploring the Nostromo directly after the alien attack, and it's a really well-done horror game. So before it's exploded? Yes, or after, maybe. I think it's after. It's been a while since I played it. Interesting. I mean, it explodes, explodes. Yeah, yeah. it's like times. the most violent explosion I've ever seen, probably. Yeah, right. it, like three or four times. Like a supernova. Yeah, it's a creation of a galaxy. It right. Yeah, right. Um, but let's go back the, to the plot of the movie, basically. Let's kind of re, re, just go through it, s- summarize it real quick. Um, there's a, like, step-by-step, I mean. So they receive a call. Uh, they're floating through space and they're woken from hypersleep because they, re- they pick up a distress call. And protocol for them apparently is to investigate anything of like, you know, they're miners. Yeah. So they don't have weapons, but they their protocol is to investigate the distress call no matter what, right? Which that in itself is probably already an ulterior motive for the Wayland yutani Corporation. Yes, but... That was their main objective. That was their... the plot, Like... The right. main objective we learned later was that was their whole point for being there. Crew expendable, obtain the specimen. Right. Right. They wanted to get the xenomorph and weaponize it. So um, we, as we were watching it, were like, um, it's funny because, you know, there was this warning. Like, the distress call wasn't a help us thing. It was like a, hey, don't come here. Yeah. And then, like... We exclaimed, like, well, that's an interesting thing to do, just to, sh- just, like, send out a call. Yeah, that you a call that's like, hey! Don't come here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't abandon your hypersleep and come to this incredibly dangerous planet full right. of a deadly alien species. Sorry, boys, that's protocol. Yeah, yeah. And then, so they go down, obviously, they answer this distress call, but the reason they couldn't decipher it, you guys kind of put all this together where it's like it actually Please came from explain. it actually came from the space jockey that we see the space jockey is the giant alien engineer that is it's referred to in all of like the alien culture as a space jockey and it was referred to on set as a space jockey but nobody calls it that okay it's the big alien yeah engineer they the find. race from prometheus that's, that's yes. supposed to be the prometheus guy right yeah correct yeah okay. and fun fact about that guy first of all he's 26 feet tall that prop fucking dope chad and for <laughs> absolute <laughs> absolute <laughs> beefcake <laughs> uh <laughs> And he is in Prometheus, just absolute fucking specimen, right? Yeah, yeah. he looks yeah. like a painting of Atlas or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the engineer... Dude is handsome Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... so handsome. <laughs> He's so fucking hot. Uh, dude, we need... Oh, my... We need to post that. Like, Prometheus 2012. And it's just a picture of handsome Squidward. Uh. <laughs> anyways, uh, so... Uh, so... The engineer that they find, the prop is was humongous, uh, designed by H.R. Giger, like the whole prop was. that that's And that. the fact that he's like all connected to yeah. the motherboard of that ship, that's so fucking like Everything, sick. the biomechanics of everything is yeah. like, everything yeah. is so organic. Like, There's so much to infer from the design. Dude, exactly. And the fact that Giger, like his whole thing is like, like I was saying before, it's like a sexualized version of all of that. It's like the fact that he needs to be inside of the ship yeah. in order for it to operate. Everything is like penetration and holes and phallic and yonic. Just cool shit. He's like, hey, I 
want to fuck an alien. Yes, yes. Is HR Geeker's vibes. The most uh, just obtuse way of saying I've fucked these props before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he was steady building his own props and statues in his studio. And and uh, uh, Warner Brothers, was, I think it was Warner Brothers or 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they're like, yeah. Um, he was like, you know, I've got one in my studio. And they're like, oh, we're good. Actually, he's like, well, I'm building one. And they're like, the movie's done filming. And he's like, ah. What am I going to do with this 50-foot dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, okay. So, anyways. Anyways. H.R. Giger's a weirdo, but shout out to his art. Also a visionary and excellent artist. Yes. For real, yeah. There, it, there's a literal coin, a uh, uh, term coined. Uh, Giger-esque now. Yeah. It's oh, like an yeah. actual word. So, Dude, he has a fucking flesh-eating plant named after him. That's fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like an H.R. Giger like God. designed plant. And they're like, oh yeah, that's what that's what it looks like. A Giger plant. Yeah. Flower. So, yeah. So anyways, back to the engineer. Uh, fun fact about that scene. He, uh, Ridley Scott put his children in the spacesuits for that scene to make the, the, the uh, engineer cool. seem much bigger, actually. So and they good. passed out promptly, right? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> because of those suits were hot as shit, and back in 1979, you can kind of do whatever you want on set. You could torture an actor, and it's totally fine. Yep. Before the Twilight Zone movie. Yep. Mm. Pretty much before... Shout to our podcast with Film Trace. Go check that out. Yep. Um, uh, before sets were heavily legalized, and, you know, when they Insurance were, companies existed. Yeah, before they kind of frowned upon abusing actors and all that. Blech. Yeah. Speaking of that, there's a scene where Sigourney Weaver actually gets slapped in the director's cut, which... Wow. Yeah. Like on the face? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Like, like on the face. <laughs> where else would you slap a woman, Alex? Good point, Chris. <laughs> That was uh, a weird sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, there's the scene where she slaps Sigourney Weaver. You didn't see it because you didn't watch the director's cut, right? No, I watched the standard edition that everyone has seen because I'm a standard man and I like having, I don't know. Honestly, that <laughs> is probably the bigger brain thing to do. Thank you. Okay, sure. So you watched the 1979 theatrical release. Josh and I. the 2003 director's cut. Correct, yeah. Okay. So in our director's cut, we got to see one of the actresses slap Sigourney Weaver the moment she denies them on the on the ship. Which was so fucking big brain of Sigourney Weaver's of character. That's By the way, shout out Sigourney Weaver. She's mommy. Fucking incredible. She, absolute mommy and also like just the only voice of reason in this entire goddamn yeah. movie. And that's one of the first times you see that in a horror movie. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, she has all the right answers. She knows how to take care of this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like in control of it all, but also is scared to sh- scared shitless. She's not like complete. She's not hapless and she's not, you know, the man. She's a totally capable person. She's yeah. the senior officer at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome, man. And speaking of the the script, the original script actually came with a clause that said all characters in the show could be either male or female. Cool. So casting wise, um, it just be- it ended up being Sigourney Weaver. It was between her and Meryl Streep, but Meryl Streep was actually mourning her husband at the time. So uh, he had passed away. So it ended up being Sigourney Weaver. But her first fucking movie, by the way. Damn. Feature debut. Yep. Fucking awesome. Knocked it out of the park. Yeah. There is no alien without Sigourney Weaver. She is that fucking. She, yeah. She is there. She is mommy. Spoilers for the future. Well, I won't spoil it, but future alien movies. She in herself is a little alien esque. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like her. Uh, I, I just she's tall as shit, tall as shit, right. lanky. Yeah. Like it's like it's always 
she fights the alien queen on her own terms in that big exoskeleton, which yeah. makes her effectively another alien queen. She, I don't want to spoil. Fuck, I really do want to spoil. Go for it. The future, I mean, the movies came out a long time ago, but future alien movies, she's a literal xenomorph. Mm. When you clone, when she, she fucking dies, by the way, in future alien movies. Don't remember she that She kills herself. She gets impregnated with the queen uh, xenomorph. And in order to kill, she kills herself to, so they can't weaponize it. She jumps into lava. And I think it's an alien three. I, I'm not positive, but she, she has a, a embryo inside of her, like a chest burster. So, so she kills herself so that they can't get in, weaponize it. They get the DNA in, in, I think from it's lava in whatever who knows in alien resurrection they to get the queen xenomorph back they have to also bring her back hmm. so clone sigourney weaver comes back and she's like a hybrid she has like acid blood she she's a xenomorph mm-hmm. technically and she can communicate in alien resurrection she communicates with xenomorphs like she's like and it's cool because in alien resurrection they like slicked her hair back and oh you know she what? I looks more that. like yeah. I don't know. She just looks more alien. She like, is not like what you would think. Like, all right, we're going to do a horror movie in space and we're going to have a woman as the main protagonist. Here mm-hmm. we go. That's not who you would pick ordinarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's unconventional, unconventional. which I love. Yeah, absolutely. She's, she's also mommy. Also, yes. Also mommy. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Excellent Sorry. in holes. <laughs> what? She's in holes. Okay, shout out to Ah. Uh, Excellent. Another big brain movie recommendation from Alex yes, Wilson. Yes, it gentlemen. comes from a novel. Fuck and Avatar. as a person that reads, I've read holes. Yeah. Um, so let's get back to the plot, huh? Yeah. Um, he basically, we they land on the planet, go to investigate, and the guy goes into egg, the egg chamber. Um, Smart John, idea. John Hurt, by the way. John Hurt? From famous. Home Alone. Nope, he was in. Wasn't he the dad uh, in Home Alone? He was in Hellboy. He was in the dude that gets the chestburster guy. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't recognize him? He looks familiar, but whatever. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Shout out, John Hurt. Rip. R.I.P. Um, so uh, he goes into the egg chamber. Fun fact about the egg chamber: um, there's a the mist and the blue lighting. Do you know about that? Yep. Go ahead. It was. Uh, wasn't it the Who's? Yeah. It was from the band The Who. The rock band. The rock band. OG rock band. Totally uncontroversial band. None of their members have ever done horrific crimes. What? Who? Pete Townsend is a convicted pedophile. Oh. What? Yeah. And they're just rocking on in 2021. I did not know that. Yeah. Isn't he an anti-vaxxer as well? Probably. He's fucking old. Well, shit. No shout outs to The Who then. Yeah. but More like The Who. The drummer's dope, though. Nice. Got to say that. So anyways, The Who was apparently... Yeah, so they had their uh, <laughs> their stage. So like on the stage that they were shooting, Alien right next to them was rehearsal space for The Who, and they used their lighting rig for certain effects. And like for that cool. scene, that was actually The Who's lighting kit. That's pretty awesome. Up. Yeah. Yeah, kind of fun. Um, it makes sense because there's a fog and the light yeah. through it. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so... Cut to our the first face hugger we see basically uh, the man's tripping on eggs and all that and just mission report whoa, whoa. mission whoa. report oops <laughs> fucking clumsy ass motherfucker <laughs> mission report whoops a daisy yeah. my shit's fucked <laughs> yeah yeah um, 
the the fir- original facehugger was actually supposed to be green, hmm. but whenever the original writer saw that it was like a fleshy color at first, they're like, "Yeah, this is what it looks like." He's like, "Nope, that's it. Like keep Perfect. that because it's like an organic, you know, fleshy kind so of much thing. Better. It's a more realistic. Yeah, if it tone. was green, it would have just been like, ah, whatever. That's but, yeah. such the default thing to do. It's like, oh, it's an alien green. It's like it's so that's like what Wicked you do. Witch of the West green. Yeah, like when you pull out a green crayon and make draw your alien. That's yeah. what you do, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm so glad they didn't make it green because the flesh tone of it is so much more unnerving, ha- unnerving yeah. and realistic and anatomical. Yeah, the whole movie is anatomical. It's right. like. It's just like it breathes it the whole from the ship to the organics to the like everything is made out of real fluids it's, and stuff. But it's also from another world. But it's also a tactile thing. Yeah. It's not just it's also alien. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Dude, so so much and the fact that it's not of our world, but we can just like sense of what this thing is and like even the guts. That they used were, you know, that was like oysters. And I was just going to say that it looks like it would go great with some Tabasco and lemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would. That would have been a great Minus like, deleted scene. Deleted scene. They just like squeeze just a lemon like, on it and just like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what were you just saying about uh, Alien that I wanted to bring up? Uh, it was made out of oysters. Oh, well, that was obvious. Like, you know, it was a lot of like. Same slimy for, organic material yeah, same for the egg the the inside of the egg was like organs and skin from something yeah they used intestines um and so sick under that lighting it would like really smell Oof. yeah because yeah. it's like you know fucking intense ass lighting back then yeah and uh like they had to like wrap up filming in like 30 or 40 minutes or else that shit started to fucking reek because the studio lights are fucking a 10k just blasting it <laughs> yeah just fucking just a cooking. small sun just yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but I wanted to talk about just the title of the movie for a second because mm. Alien. Shout out to like Let's they they, go, they named it Space Beast. That used to be Space Beast, and they, they didn't know what to call it. And then they were like, "Well, the word Alien shows up in the script a lot." And then they were like, "Well, it's a good noun and adjective, right?" And when you think about that, that is one of my favorite characterizations of this movie yeah it's because the xenomorph in of itself is so alien like it's, it's beyond so foreign it's so beyond our understanding yeah right. like everybody's like what's its motive like why is it kill and blah blah yeah it's sheer murder and right. and survival pure yeah. Yeah. and ash touches on this and so does dave david and all the other prometheus and alien yeah, covenant it's they, anatomical perfection is only matched by its hostility yeah yeah they, fucking Oh, didn't the, do the right one. It's it's just a fucking murderous and like machine. Yeah, yeah. and something it's you perfection can't, like you can't kill because its acid blood will destroy your ship. Yeah, and the same that was such a cool fucking detail. I, yeah, like that as a defense mechanism. It's like fuck with me, I'll murder the world. Yeah, like and basically, and that was one of the problems they had to solve in in going. Uh, they were like, well, why don't they just shoot it? Was everyone's question right? And to solve that, I think it was a one of the writers or a prop designer. I don't know if. You, oh yeah, yeah. He was like, well, let's make the blood acid, right? And so they You're can't. Like, <laughs> and jumping back again, though, this is arguably what happens to the uh, original space crew that sent out the warning signal 
Right. Which was the engineers, by the way. Well, you see why that ship is destroyed, right? It's why that ship is destroyed. You see the hole in the space jockey where he got chest bursted. Yes. But it's never touched on what kind of xenomorph is made from an engineer hybrid. Mm. Because the xenomorph that we see in Alien Is, is, is a... Is the facehugger plus human? Right. That's xenomorph. That's base level default, right? Yeah. The the lore of xenomorphs goes so fucking deep when you start mixing it, and then and it's because of fucking David. Yeah. In his experimentation. Yes. Yeah. With the black goo and just fucking all the things can, in Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Can androids just chill the fuck out when it comes <laughs> to that? Here's a fun fact: the android that the the one of the like future. Like the the biomechanical version of the xenomorph that you is like known as the default with like it's it's a mix of ana- anatomy and robotics almost is what it looks like yeah is people argue that it's a David xenomorph human oh, hybrid oh fuck yeah so it's robots yeah. humans thing and that's the god tier let's go and, and that is the point of Prometheus and and in effect covenant when he's trying to perfect the xenomorph yeah behold the xenomorph yes (laughs) (laughs) but but going back to the original distress signal for just a second um i i think it was in confirmed by one of the writers in an interview or something i don't remember where i read it but basically someone involved in the production said the first distress call comes from the engineers who found this planet and uh tried to warn people to not come here but that's how they died is they killed one and they bled through the like the whole the of the ship and, and they couldn't escape and they could not escape and so they put out a radio signal and then all died of starvation damn so fuck. fucking cool that's cool but and that's all just to be inferred I, from that set and that's something i fucking love I would exactly watch the, it's dark soul shit dude exactly yes i would watch the fuck out of that movie dude yeah where it's like just a single prop has a whole fucking backstory a whole lore and then there's so, like a 30 minute vati video video about it where he's like yeah the xenomorph yeah <laughs> dude dude and that wasn't almost not even included in the goddamn film because it was too expensive a prop and they were like okay yeah. but, but it wasn't until ridley scott like started drawing actual uh storyboards for the movie that they doubled the budget for the movie you see you see what happens when you have faith and when in you give a people. shit yeah God, phenomenal! They're, they're like, yeah, that shot's too expensive. Let's just let's not worry about it. Can we cut that out? And Ridley Scott's like, nah. no. And someone argued that this was going to be the shot that convinced you it's a big budget movie. Yes, kind of does. And also the fact that the reveal is on like fucking camcorders yep. at yes. first, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Then it's fucking that initial ah! shot of the ship. Dude, that's fucking sick. That's so sick, dude. Yeah. It's such an iconic shot. Yeah. And it's also reused for the egg chamber. That whole set actually right. was reused for the egg chamber. Mm. But uh, one of the other cool things about that was uh, in Prometheus, that same room comes back. Yes. Basically, yeah. they're, they're, uh, when they find the engineers in that room. Uh, There's so like a whole flashback sequence, isn't there, where it shows the that race and how they interacted with the facehuggers or something i remember there's uh, something that goes it shows a specifically like their demise in some way like a hologram maybe it was a hologram video replay of okay something. yeah yeah i remember that okay it was it was something uh, i don't remember exactly but i, I know go back and watch prometheus so me mad. too Same. i i am like i kind of want to go through the whole franchise i am so tempted to do that yeah. too, where it's like chronologically go through it yeah 
yeah. And shout out to Aliens 5, which was canceled. Uh, was supposed to be directed Neil, by... Neil Blomkamp. Our boy, Neil Blomkamp, dude. Would have been sick. Dude, Ugh. he even... Uh, he actually just did an interview on Joe Rogan, of, of all places. Really? Three hours. Oh, God. Um, And Fuck. he talked about how he wanted his Alien to be a direct sequel to Alien and not include any of the lore from really two, three, four, five, like none of it. I think Alien, I think Aliens stands up to Alien. Like Alien and Aliens are the two best ones. And like Alien is obviously peak sci-fi horror. Aliens is peak sci-fi action, and they stand the test of time. But the rest of it, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, but the- he didn't want any of that. Like like we were talking about with um, Ripley being being a xen- xenomorph. Also, he wanted her. To like it's after no it it takes place after aliens sorry okay so after the second so one. it's between two and three yeah that's where, that's fun that's where he wanted his that would be cool that would have been fucking sick Fuck with yeah. Sigourney Weaver who was like oh yeah I love this script this sounds awesome with I, Sigourney dude Weaver? that would with be Sigourney sick Weaver. oh awesome but ultimately it was creative differences with the studio and Damn. I think even Ridley Scott was like nope I don't like your interpretation of it fuck yeah well he's old now I so need, what does he know well I need to listen to that he's like, I'm gonna do fucking Mars whatever that movie is Mar- The Martian did The Martian that? yeah good that was pretty good Ridley good Scott movie. yeah that was pretty good um anyways I want to go back to let's go back to uh I guess where were we the face hugger gets on the ship they're like, oh, let's go into this alien examination room and take no safety precautions whatsoever. Right, and then Ash is like, hold on, well, let's look at it first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the fucking most obvious motives. Yeah, obvious villainous motives there. Um, but yeah, they they. Let's see. Did we get to? Yeah, I guess we. The, he they wake him up. Or no, the facehugger is gone. They're like, hey, oh, the yeah, specimen yeah. is missing, and then they just go into the examination room. Use they don't, boop, boop, boop. they don't even turn a light on. Yeah, they're right, like, right. There's like let's find the face hugger or whatever, and then um, so they're and that was after they had already cut the leg and seen the acid blood, right? E- yes. So yeah. they were like, ah, let's eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's odd, but um, they were like because they're assuming that it's just gonna stay on him and they're just gonna freeze him and freeze the alien and just wait to get back to Earth totally. so they can yeah. figure out what to do with it. Um, and then by the time they go back and see him again, it's gone. And then he's like awake. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit. Well, well they, I guess you're cool now. Like, I'm starving. Yeah. He wakes up and he's like, boy, am I hungry. Almost like, as if I'm eating for two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the face hugger falls out of the, the ceiling or something and it's just like Dunsky. It's just, yeah. it's just yeah. dead because it served its purpose. It planted an embryo. It's like in twitching the and stuff. That was so cool. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the way they did that was just fucking fascinating. Yeah. Also, we're, I mean, this won't be the the last time we reference this, but like the fucking visual language of this movie, bro, oh, yeah. and how well shot everything is, and the fu- honestly, dude, above all else, Sorry, is what was those two words you mentioned a second ago? Visual language, <laughs> B plant, um, the lighting, dude, the cinematography, the lighting of this goddamn movie, above all else, man, probably my favorite horror movie in the way that it's shot. It's still rolling. Yes, yeah, still yeah. rolling. Uh, yeah, uh, 
the strobes strobes yes. oh my god yeah it's the mo it's like actual realistic reasoning behind the lighting as well like where yeah. all the electronic stuff is like shorting out and the way that they have like because they're miners the fucking light on their helmet yeah the jury rigged equipment where oh. they have to fashion stuff together the dead space vibes yes. of it of an engineers and yeah dead space versus... would have never happened if not for alien so true absolutely Dude. true um but yeah the uh the lighting i love and it's one of the things that's motivated uh, because of the VFX in a way. So the lighting had to be minimal to, you know, if you put a spotlight on the alien, it's like, oh, it's a guy in an alien suit, mm-hmm. right? But like the way they use lighting to just rim lighting or just the accents of all his little things or the strobe where you see it minimally. Yes. Yeah. And just the way they use lighting. It to keats that mystery around yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this was shot four years after Jaws. Yes. And that is a direct correlation of why how little you see the actual alien in this. Yeah. Nice. Same thing for Jaws. Yeah. So Jaws, you don't see the shark nearly at all because I think it's of a its... total of four minutes of that movie is oh, wow. actual shark footage. Four minutes and for the, the rest is just build up. And much like this movie, it's like it's the interior, dude, and it all takes place for the most part in in the Nostromo. Yeah, and but it doesn't feel claustrophobic necessarily until you get to the vents. Until you get to the vents, until it's till it's actual alien scene where it's like, oh, this tight cram space. Yeah. But everything other than that, it doesn't feel like you know buried or that one fucking space movie where it's all just one location the entire time, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Yeah, it's all, I don't know, it, it I, I don't know, it's beautiful. Isn't, I fucking love it. Isn't the minimalism of Jaws, the, like the shark in Jaws, actually like an like a happy accident? Like something went wrong with the animatronics of the shark, so that it couldn't like breach the water as much as it could. It just looked like shit. Okay, That's so they why. just decided not. Yeah, yeah, and the the shark that was actually supposed to be swimming, they couldn't get it to work properly. Yeah, so th- that's why it's like it's all just like half a shark. That's like nice. <laughs> but but this was there's direct correlations between this and Jaws because there was um, there's there's script readers in Hollywood that basically they binge read scripts and then summarize it for a producer. Cool. So so producers don't have to sit there reading a bunch of scripts. They the way they presented this to a producer they said it's like Jaws but in space is what they said. Yeah, Pretty which cool. is super cool. Yeah. But um. But yeah, back to the lighting. I wanted to touch on the like mm. the strobe stuff. Fucking. Um, that's horror, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. With a strobe? With Come her, on, man. Yeah. And uh, the the xenomorph. My favorite scene in the movie, I think, is the very end. We're jumping ahead, but the very end. Where with, she's in the suit. Where she finds him Oof. in just in the, the bunch of cables. Yeah. Which is so suiting for his biomechanicalism. Yeah. yeah. It's like, he's just like, I am trying to take a nap. I'm yeah. trying to take a space nini. Yeah, <laughs> dude. He's just like, yeah, like, uh, and it's motives. Again, that's another one of those things where it's like, it's so alien. And he sleeps that it, all cute. Yeah. yeah. He's all curled up in a ball. Yeah. Speaking of cr- being curled up in a ball, jumping back into the movie again, one of the first appearances when he kills Brett um, one of the engineers in the in the uh, wherever the wet Cheney room is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the wet Cheney room. Yeah, yes. the, the wet the go down to the wet chain room and uh, fix the wet chains. And just <laughs> close your eyes and look up. Yeah, um, he's looking. He's down there looking for Jonesy the cat. Shout out to Jonesy the cat. MVP. But I fucking love the um, the 
sound design of that scene though. Yeah, I agree. like with the water dripping on his face and he's yeah. like fucking. Uh. It just plays more into the anatomical feel of this movie though. Yeah, everything is wet. The aliens always wet, covered in KY, literally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they literally use KY and the the, the the alien the entire time. But it's, I mean, so did Giger. But anyways, nice uh, <laughs> noise, <laughs> noise. Uh, but going into that the wet chain room in the director's cut of the movie. Uh, you can actually see in plain sight the alien floating, uh, in amongst like the chains and engines in a ball, like hanging. And we watched the director's cut last night, and I didn't see it. Mm. That's it, fucking sick. It's just amongst the chains and engins, just like floating, just waiting, there, just waiting there. And I didn't notice it. I was just like, and I rewatched the scene today, plain sight. Damn. When you know you're looking for it, he's right fucking there. Wow. It's, it's like some so hereditary cool. shit. It's so fucking cool. That's awesome. And then it cuts to him just like, here, kitty, 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 kitty. And then, you know, the, the shot then, with him looking at the water. That fucking dude, like, where he's like, he's looking for, or no, he's facing the cat. He sees the cat and he's talking to the cat. And then that fucking, the alien right behind him, like, unfurling. Dude, the tail coming down yeah. is fucking iconic. Dead the, silent. The shiny fucking head, dude. Come on. And it's dead man. silent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just There's goes, no, like, or yeah. fucking nothing, dude. No. I'm an alien. Yeah. Ah, but that I'm was, gonna eat you. Yeah. But that was the first time, actually, there's a musical sting in for the alien. Like every other time, he's just there, yeah. which is like terrifying. But like that was the first reveal of like the, the mouth and everything. Yeah, and you that see frantic the, horror theme. Yeah, fucking... and you see the lips curl and stuff. Made out of condoms. Yep. Wow. Yep. Neato. The lips of the alien made out of condoms. So guess what? H.R. Giger fucked this thing. He fucked safely. Use condoms. <laughs> safely. Gig. Use yeah. con- At least he used protection. You know, Giger. I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, so. Can we talk about the chest burster scene itself? Of course. Absolutely. That's like right after this, right? I, think, right I mean, before. it was before, but yeah. But I don't know how much validity there is to this, but I've read from multiple sources that the only actor that was aware of what was going to happen in that scene was the one who got his chest bursted. So everyone's reaction is actually genuine. That's correct. The, that's the lore, yeah. yeah. That's correct. In, but it was fucked up, though, because the chest burster didn't go through the shirt the first time. Mm-hmm. So their reaction was like, what the fuck is going... Like, they kept it in the mistake because their reaction was so was good. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Good. Love it. And it was real animal blood and guts and shit, too, which fuck. is really fucked up. And it smelled really bad. So there, And uh, was it Kodo? What's his name? Hold on. Yafet Kodo. Yeah. Like, his reaction was so visceral that, like, he was shocked for several hours and like couldn't talk to anybody. Fuck. He like yeah. essentially locked himself in his trailer and was like, fuck that. Yeah. And uh RIP that guy. He passed away this year, actually. Oh, damn. This year. Um but yeah. Um Rip Yafe Koto. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the chest burster scene, iconic, of course. Parried, of course, of course later in space balls with Hello my baby. Hello oh, my yeah. baby. Hello my darling. Um but uh the chest burster scene is I mean, I don't want to we don't need to break it down too much, but I did want to mention it's cool that his head is actually underneath. Like he's on top of the table, right? And his whole real body's underneath, and then it's like a prosthetic it's just body, a prosthetic with... mechanical torso. Yeah. yeah, which is super fucking cool. Same thing with Ash later, I assume, on course, the table. Yeah, of course, yeah. dude. Like he decapitated himself for this movie. <laughs> his method. <laughs> yeah. For me, for me, 
the hardest parts of acting would be some shit like this. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, so you got to pretend that an alien's coming through your chest cavity yeah. and... And not be like, that. Yeah, yeah, and like, just get ready to oh, start no. screaming. Yeah. Yeah. No! You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 with a smile on your face, like, ow! Ah, <laughs> this is so crazy, guys. This is crazy. You, you can't be fucking like that Bob, the claymation Bob guy. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bill? Yeah. Mr. Bill? Yeah, it's that you're so right. If, if as soon as somebody is like, "Hey, you're having a baby" or something, yeah, I'd dude, like, I would not be able that. to act that. No, even like even if I were a woman, I wouldn't. I'd be like, "Ah, this fucking baby hurts." Yeah, <laughs> ouch. ouch. Ah, my vag- vaginal canal. Fuck. I'm in the but, worst pain imaginable. But John Hurt is fucking murdering that scene, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like when he first starts feeling the effects. Yes. and you yeah. see everyone like, "Hey, you all right?" Yeah, like, hey, I think I got some heartburn. Anybody have some tums, dude? When he goes from A to B, like he's just eating, having a good time with with his friends, and it's like, all right, John Hurt. Now an alien burst through your chest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he had to go through that whole fucking thing, and he killed it, dude. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, nailed it. Fucking crazy, and like the irony of it happening, like in the dining room, right? Like where it's like the juxtaposition of where you're safe and the camaraderie. Well, that, but oh, putting something in you, then something coming out of you, and mm. then just like like. I don't know. Like, I I just everything about this movie is like the innards of humans. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like so. I don't know from it, the inside out. This is a, uh, OG inside out. Inside out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They made um, some gutsy decisions. In oh this one. shit! <laughs> nice. I love comedy. I also am a fan of comedy. That's an NFT. Thank you. That's an NFT on our Patreon. Um. So. Chestburster, he comes out, makes his little. They just watch him make his little getaway. He's like, "I'm gonna be real big later." <laughs> he rides a little bicycle out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he does a cartwheel out of the room and just fucking <laughs> uh, killed a friend. Yeet, yeet. And then uh, what is assumed to be like a day later he becomes a full blown xenomorph, sheds its condom skin in the in, the, in the chain room, and um. We get to see our first xenomorph uh, covered in KY and kills Brett. Which, by the way, all the ki- the editing, I loved every killing scene because it was so, like, it was five shots within probably a second when it's like, he's like, ah! And then it's, like, the the second throat goes through his head and then it's his head's covered in blood then it's a shot of the xenomorph and then he gets scooped it was like and then the cat backing away growling yeah yeah which by the way the cat backing away growling was achieved by putting a literal german shepherd in front of the cat so they they basically put a screen in front of the cat and they're like it's all right kitty kitty (laughs) and started rolling and then just lifted the screen to reveal a full-blown german shepherd and then the I don't know why they wouldn't just do the alien because, like, imagine a cat. <laughs> That'd be pretty what horrifying. The fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. the cat speaks words immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. It's the first time, like, a cat speaks, and it's during the <laughs> filming of Alien. <laughs> the cat barks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's a cat. It's like, now we're making a movie about talking cats, I guess. Um, anyways, yeah, so, so shout out to Jonesy, which was made. By uh, four different cats used on this huh. set of Alien, by the way. Couldn't tell a single... It, they could have been all different cats. I don't know what cats look like, really. Yeah. <laughs> very racist, but they all right. did. They did good, though. They did. All the cats were killing it. They did great. Cute. Cute. Um, let's see. What else we got? Uh, this this movie is so old and so 
like full of fun facts because it's so heavy in the culture. Mm -hmm. There was one shot, Chris, where I thought the editing needed just a time. Maybe it was the director's cut. Maybe. Hmm. But the reveal whenever the alien kills Dallas, I thought could have been a tiny, like three or four frames shorter because the reveal lasted way too long. Which one? Where you could just tell it was a guy in a tube. Yeah. Sorry, which which shot? In the, the vents. In the vents. Where he kills Dallas, yeah. he goes, Reed. Yeah. Agreed. Could have been four uh, four frames shorter. I 100% and agree. Would have been a lot better. And I would have blown up on the shot a lot more so that his hands went out of frame or something. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it was just literally just... <sighs> yeah, this jazz hands. Yeah. 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 Literally, the xenomorph hit the jazz hands <laughs> yeah. right before killing Dallas. Um, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Because I, I thought here. the same thing. It was goofy. It looks goofy now, and back then it would have been sick. But I'm saying, like, maybe it was a director's cut issue. What? Here's the thing. Sometimes about 4K remasters. Here's the thing. I think that's one of those. This I think is one of those things where it's like it looks ten times better when it's muddy and standard def. Yeah, and like, and you have to sort of make out what's going on. And you're always kind of squinting in the dark to what yeah. it is. When you blow, you rescan that film in 4K and digitally remaster and recolor correct it and all that yeah. stuff. It's like, oh shit! There's the actor. And to your <laughs> dude, to your point, the the camcorder footage of the initial ship itself gives that exact effect. Yeah, sure. absolutely, yeah. dude. And even the first shot of like the the Nostromo flying through space, like both of us were like, oh, that's a fucking miniature. Like it, yeah, because right. it's in 4K. It's like, oh, that is. That is just a sway scaled down fucking like you could just see like a hairy thumb. Like, yeah. yeah. Like whoa. you can see the guy in cargo shorts that's like moving the little piece of miniature. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. But I mean the movie It itself, looked fucking great in 4K though. Yeah. I'll, have to say I'll that. take I'll take practical set design and miniatures oh, fuck, every yeah. fucking Always. day of the week over any CGI. Over a CGI cape. Fuck you motherfuckers, man. <laughs> fuck you, YouTube. Um Actually, so, the cape is a hologram. So, uh, I want to talk about Dallas for a second. Harrison Ford turned down the role of Captain Dallas. Just kind of dumb. Yeah. Honestly, good for him, man. I like. I, I think Dallas was such a like a whatever character in this. Like, for Harrison Ford to go from Star Wars to this would have just been like, eh, whatever. Yeah, he's just space boy. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, for sure. So, shouts to him for not taking it, man. Yeah, he's got his boundaries and. Shout out to him for putting up those boundaries. Busy fighting Nazis. We've seen him do an interview. He seems like the biggest oh my god, yeah, of all time. He's he's actually yeah, like un, unapologetically, I think, known as kind of a huge dick. The only guy that gets good interviews out of a Harrison Ford is Conan O'Brien. Yep, and they're always great because he he like goes into like how awkward it is. Yeah. He cuts he cuts the awkwardness with the knife, like a comedy knife. Yeah. Like yeah. he sees it and it's just like, oh. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, if you don't bring it up, it's just gonna be this. Yeah. yeah. So have you seen the one where Jordan Schlansky comes out with his Lego Death Star and he's like, Harrison Ford, could you please sign my Lego Death Star? And he says, Oh sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it on the ground. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. Um so uh, I want to jump ahead again. Let's go back to the scene with Sigourney Weaver in the like the finale. Basically, she thinks she has blown up the ship and escaped. Yes, and she's in. She's in her escape, you know, shuttle, whatever. She's like, well, time to time to just cozy, down, cozy get a up for a little hyper nini. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so time she takes big ninis. Yep. Time for 
absolute sex icon Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no bra, t-shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Great actress. Great actress. Um, I will say my ass is thicker than hers. <laughs> But Doesn't that's matter. what I'm known for. Still looks great. So, yeah, little, just like the tiniest pair of underwear ever, yeah. by the way. Shout out to those, though. Shouts to that scene. Shout out to the costume designer of that particular scene. <laughs> yeah. <She's> like, <laughs> Guys, aren't I supposed to be a strong woman and shit? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, Which is exactly why you don't care about this. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. But like, it's not even like a, like, I'm a fucking, uh, like, yeah. it's not like that. She's like literally just like getting ready for the big Right. Nap. Yeah. And that's fine. But. Like this, the cliche of like, like you were saying, of like the oh, I'm the scantily clad woman like right. running from the. She was not helpless like that. No, yeah. this whole movie, she was the voice of reason. She was the 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 uh, the heroine. The, yeah, the heroine. I I I knew that was a word in my head, but I was like, heroin can't be right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Your yeah. brain. Just she was goes, the brown tar heroine. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. So basically. Um, they, that was one of the things they wanted to avoid too was the final girl cliche which is right. in all of horror where it's like oh here comes you know the the final girl that's the one left the scream queen yeah the one that's like left to be slain by the the in the slasher you know so uh they subvert by subverting that i think was just like yeah. In 1979, fucking legendary. Her yeah. total imp- improv and capability and adapting under pressure of her character was fucking awesome. Let me just say this really quick, dude. The last three people to be alive were two women and a black dude. Yeah. Shout out to that. Shouts to that. Like, yeah. like, just fucking flipping the trope on its head, man. For sure. I fucking love that. Yeah. But speaking of improv by Sigourney Weaver, in that final scene when she discovers the alien hiding in the tubes there on her escape shuttle and she starts backing away and panicking and starting to, you know, put her plan together, whatever, she starts singing You Are My Lucky Star. That Mm. was actually improv by her. Fuck. Because that performance in general was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. She's just trying to stay calm and like, you know. And it gives her a sense of like, she's not just a badass she has a vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's scared. It's obvious. Yeah. That is something I think, because she, like we said, she is mommy. Yep. That is a theme touched on not only metaphorically, I think, in this movie of like pregnancy and mother and being the mother and the queen and like the right. impreg- impregnating and rape and all that stuff is like themes in this movie for sure. But her being, her like being a mom can be, you know, both violent to protect but also vulnerable and loving right so she teeters on that in this whole series and specifically in alien two and three and um you'll see that she's she loses her daughter when she wakes up from hypersleep in aliens she finds out that her daughter on earth passed away while she was sleeping and then basically um that becomes a prominent theme of her rescuing a feral girl they find yeah right. like, oh you're my daughter now type of situation and then later the queen xenomorph and her being a hybrid and it gets deep. Okay. Yeah. Basically is all I'm trying to say, but that she just fucking nails the ability to be a sensitive and vulnerable, but also a fucking badass in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. What I was trying to say was though, uh, when she was singing, you are my lucky star director, Ridley Scott was like, Oh, that's it. That's a take. I love that touch on it. And then the studio was like, fuck, because yeah. then they had to license oh, that, shit. that song for like millions of dollars, I'm sure. You yeah. know, like they cost them a shit ton of money to license that to, to be in the movie. Back when musical artists could make money. Also, yeah. I felt like that scene where she's like, 
she's in that uh, is it a pod where she's like trying to get dressed while the alien is like there with the strobe it's too like a, it's like a closet of yeah. space it's a closet okay dude a space closet <laughs> i thought like i thought that was a nod to halloween like hmm. that that that's how i oh, felt okay. about it that closet scene where it's like it's lit by the fucking the shutters of the closet door okay and michael myers is right there you think it was a nod to Halloween? I thought it was. Th- that's how I felt. And it's like the same fucking, it's the same setup. Like alien, hmm. closet. Alexa, pod. when did the movie Halloween come out? The film Halloween was released about 14 years ago on August 31st, 2007. Oh, that's no, the remake. That's the, yeah. yeah. Alexa, when did the original Halloween movie come out? The film Halloween was released about 14 years ago. All right, ago. Alexa. Hold on. Here's here. Let's do something you can handle. Jamie Alexa, play a big loud fart. <clears throat> Sorry, I couldn't understand, but I may have a few recommendations. Alexa, Alexa, Alexa play a b- fucking. Sorry, I didn't. Alexa, play the worst fart imaginable. The worst fart imaginable. Here are a few popular ones. <laughs> First, 78. there's a skill called Next animal farts. Okay. Alexa, he stop. Say- 78. I'm thank, really committed to this stuff. Thank God for Alexa. Alexa, can I hear a fart? Just any fart. I can make fart noises. Yeah, yes. do it. Say, Alexa, make a fart noise. Holy fuck. <sighs> Alexa, blow it out your fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 All right, anyways... We are seven. Welcome back to Seven yes. Year Olds, the podcast. Anyways, uh, so it may just be me, but I, I, I see the uh, Halloween correlation there. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I, I for some reason thought it came out in the eighties, not seventy nine. But you were right; it came out before, so maybe it was a little inspired by that. Maybe a little bit, but that was a cool shot for sure. That whole tension of her trying to put that on quietly. Yeah. You guys know the? Do you guys know the Halloween scene I'm talking about? Yeah, where she's hiding in the closet yeah. and he walks in the room. Do you know that scene? Not okay. exactly, but. All right. Is it just the lighting and she's in a closet? Like the of? lighting, of the, door. the blue, the fucking yeah, yeah. What she's wearing at the time, I don't know. It just Weird. it it fits the same aesthetic for me. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that scene, I love that she has to put on a spacesuit because you don't know what she's going to do. But she turns out she's ejecting the xenomorph into space and then shooting with a fucking thing, just eating him into space, just fucking space harpoon. Yeah, hitting her, hitting him with the space harpoon. But yeah, the uh, but the moment when the door actually opens and all the suction occur or whatever the pressure differential I don't fucking know the word for that mm-hmm. the delta pressure she gets like sucked out almost but is just stopped by her fucking mega seat belt like yeah. that's pretty intense yeah, yeah so sick that whole scene um but anyways um that's I guess the climax of the movie we get him ejected into space he gets the xenomorph gets yeeted that's the the only time in this movie where you can uh second time in this movie where you can tell that it's a guy in a costume yeah mm-hmm. played by do you remember his name no i didn't get his name uh, andy circus senior basically but it was this a really tall guy six foot ten they discovered him in a bar uh i think he was a graphic designer he just oh, dude, you look like an alien he's, he's like, like yeah, thank what? you his first just and trying only... to enjoy my vodka cranberry <laughs> yeah his first and only role he faded into anonymity after this Damn. but yeah he he played uh he played the alien basically. He's like anyone recognize me? It's <laughs> it's super cool when you look it up cuz you can see him in the suit without his helmet on. I've seen yeah. that photo, yeah. It's yeah, so cool. Um and yeah, he's just a big lanky boy. Um so anyways, Chris uh, in another world you could have played the alien. It's true. Yeah, so true. Um 
let's see. So, uh, also Rip here? Ian Holm. Who's that? The, the at or the Ash. First, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's another fun fact. When the crew awakens from hypersleep, the navigator Lambert announces the ship is just short of Zeta Two Ridiculi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Ridiculi. Ridiculi. It is a real double star system, about 31 light years away from Earth, actually. Fucking and it's, cool. It's featured prominently in UFO lore. Like thinking mm. like, oh, if UFOs and real aliens came from anywhere, it'd be there. There's a lot of people that were claimed to be abducted by gray aliens from from there. So, anyways. Hmm. Anyways, that's a cool thing. Is a real based in science is the double star system. That's real. That is cool. Um, another fun thing at the end move after the movie's over in the end credits after the credits roll. Actually, we got the clip here. Of, uh, there's an Easter egg. It's sort of an after credit scene that if you turn the volume up really loud, you can hear. At the end of the movie, Alien. Play that. Yeah. Fuck. So, implying that another egg is open, another face hugger is loose, basically, yeah. I think, was the implication yeah. there. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, hey, just so you know, there's going to be six more movies. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck, how many there were, you know. Yeah. Buckle up for the next 40 years. Yeah. Then Handsome Squidward announces the next four films. (laughs) Hello. He he (laughs) drinks some black goo and he's like, and (laughs) goes into a river. Yeah. Um, The engineer of all humanity, apparently, was that. Um, Shout out to Prometheus. Um, What else we got? Um, Blah, blah, blah. We talked about that for the awakening from hypersleep. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so when they awoke from hypersleep, Veronica uh, Cartwright and uh, Sigourney Weaver had to wear white surgical tape over their nipples so as not to offend certain countries. Fuck that. Fucking women and their disgusting nipples. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking rated R movie. It's like you couldn't show You can show a man's face getting melted by fucking acid. Yeah. You know how we're talking about how like the wet chain room like they actually had to use glycerin on all of the actors to make them all look hot and sweaty oh, the entire time. Fuck yeah. that! She actually had an allergic reaction to it at some point. Sigourney Weaver did. Just fuck. glycerin. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And she thought that she was allergic to cats because Jonesy <laughs> was on the set, but turns out it was just the glycerin. Turns on out the it's the chemical they're rubbing on her whole fucking body. Hmm, yeah, that's odd. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Um, H.R. Giger successfully sued 20th Century Fox 18 years after Alien Resurrection. Um, because they didn't credit him. Oh, wow. Why the fuck That's didn't they credit H.R. Giger? It's like, They're look like, at his show. Like, oh, that guy made Alien. Yeah. For sure. yeah. If That's by the guy. The, by it, the way, Resurrection was like, you know, 1997, right? So it's by, by this, it's like the fourth or fifth movie. So it's like, it's so clearly his design. They're like, Jesus. it's implied. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah, they basically, yeah. They, They're like, but he didn't design this alien or whatever. I don't know, some bullshit. The right? relationship between Geeker and the studios was sour from the very beginning. Yeah. They they wanted to use it, and then he's a weirdo. and <laughs> Yeah. So yeah he, it was he's just, a fucking weirdo. So. Yeah. <laughs> he, he describes the movie Alien as okay. He's wow. Like, he's like, it's okay. He what just, movies does he fucking like? Well, here's the thing. His design is I love space balls. Yeah. <laughs> Alien gets the actual Xenomorph gets four minutes of screen time this whole movie, and I think he he pitched like literally hundreds of ideas for the lore uh. for for like this gives birth to this and this is this hybrid and this here's this alien and here's what this. But they didn't make do. a Pokemon anime out of the alien lore. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah exactly. I think that he wanted 
he wanted the alien to fuck one of the crew members in order. Shocker. To, hmm. I mean, he's like, film duh. the porno I've always wanted to <laughs> to make. I think that's how he wanted the egg to get on board the ship. Is that he wanted a face hugger to fuck one of them? And they're like, well, instead, how about they just latch onto the face? And he's like, that's fine. Like, so guess. fuck his face. You know, like, <laughs> well, okay, so sure. we'll call them the face fuckers then. They're like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll take it from here, Giger. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but wait, return my calls. And the- Dude, the fucking alien head, it's they use an actual human skull for the front of the head. That's fucking sick. The, in his first uh, design of it. Yeah, it's a real skull. That's fucking there, cool. Yeah. Crazy. Isn't that fucked up? Sounds like some artist. They're like, hey, Giger, how'd you get that? And he's like... That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's fucking Victor They're Frankenstein. Like, you know what? Never mind. Sorry we asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, forget it. Let's just not talk about that anymore. Not grave robbing. He's like, <laughs> not that. My wife committed I- suicide. Yeah. Yeesh. That's true. Okay. Sure she did. Okay. <laughs> sure uh, she fucking did, dude. Hey, where's your wife's skull? Uh, <laughs> like, they, they found everything but her head. It's like, mm. Mm. Uh, Anyway, alien. Sure. Anyways. Um... Let's see what else we got. I think uh, I was so fucked, man. Intra- cool Eager? art, though. Yeah, cool art for sure. Uh, Shout out uh, Heartwork by Carcass. Fuck yeah. Great album. God damn it. Uh, let's see. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for me. Bing, Alien. Bing. Alien's a good movie. Total classic. Lots of fun. Yeah, I'm going to go deep into the Xenophobia. Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Lore. Chris go. is going to go way into xenophobia <laughs> next time. You guys right. heard of Q? <laughs> <laughs> cinema with Marty Scorsese. Boys, we have a very easy question to handle this week. Easy. Is Alien, in fact, cinema? Is it cinema, Chris? Some of the best cinema in cinema. Alex? Very easy, yes. Very easy, yes. So now is the time. We have to determine whether or not Alien belongs in the traditional perfect ratio of 4-3. That we all know and love. We all know and love 4-3, perfected by the one and only Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. Uh, The inventor of 4-3. The inventor of 4-3 film. True film. True creative vision. Correct. Um, guys, is Alien in 4.3? Does it belong in 4.3? Absolutely. And probably originally released in 4.3. This movie, True. to be fair, has a creative vision strong one the, enough. One of the only actual 4.3 movies we've done. A genuinely yeah. just natively 4.3 movie. Yeah, Alex? <laughs> Definitely. Fucking classic. It deserves to be between two heavy black bars. Ah! Of course, boys! 4-3. 4-3 for us. Excellent. To no one's shock, Alien's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's neato. All right. Now we do Dumb Movie Title, the DMT for Alien 1979. I'll go first. Sure. I have one. Space Jaws. That's mm. good. Alex? The face fucker. <laughs> All right. I don't have one. All right. Great. Good job. <laughs> I've got Xenophobia and the Texas Spaceship Massacre. Oh, nice. Good ones. Really good ones. Yeah. Not bad. Xenophobia may be confusing. I would say we shouldn't call our episode that. All right. I agree. 
Well, we might get some new listeners, though. (laughs) And that's really why we're here. Space Jaws is probably put on my red cap. I like like Space Jaws. All right. All right. Uh, Now I can host budget. Okay. All right, because I fucking know it, dude. I actually don't know it. Nice. Somehow missed it. Boys, what is the budget for Arian? Okay, I might know it. I just, I think I remembered, but I'm going to guess what I think I remember, okay. and I'm going to guess $8 million. I'm going to go $17 million. Wow. Alexa, how much did the movie Alien 1979 cost to make? $8.4 million. Alien cost an estimated $11 million U.S. dollars to make. No, 8.4. That was confirmed by... Um, Cool. Scott. So, oh, great. Nice. I will all just ask her something she can actually handle. Alexa, can you play a loud, juicy fart? Sorry, I couldn't understand. Holy fuck. Why does she tell us she can do this stuff? And then so she's like, it's a skill dumb. called Big Alexa, fart. it's a skill called Big Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Alexa, shut what's up. the Tekken 3 sure. tier list? Up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> do you want head? <laughs> What? Oh my god. <laughs> She's trying to placate you. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? You just broke her. <laughs> she she this is the prequel to Alien. She's David. Dude, she what the fuck Amazon? Head? She asked me if I wanted head. What the fuck? Dude, whatever. Oh my god. HR gear is like yes. Yes. Ugh. All right. So. All right. Um, actor game. Yeah, actor game. Should we do Sigourney Weaver actor game? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, who was the winner last week? Uh, Probably you. Alien. He just. Um. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I have one in my head, and I don't. I can see the movie in the scene. But I can't remember what it was. She plays mommy, though. As always. As always. I'm out. Holes. <laughs> Avatar. <sighs> Horrible bosses? Heartbreaker. Heartbreakers. That was a good movie. That's a good movie. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Great actress. I'm out. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Shouts to me. <laughs> Quick actor game there. Yeah. Should we do director game for James Cameron? James Cameron. You mean Ridley Scott? Ridley Scott. <laughs> <laughs> for alien movies. Uh, let's do, uh, Ridley let's Scott. do director movies. Whatever. Director game. I like it. For Ridley Scott? Go ahead. Alien. You're out. Alien. Um Blade Runner. The Martian. Welcome to the movie podcast. I don't know. I'm out. Prometheus? He didn't direct that, did he? He did. Oh, he did? All right. Um, House of Gucci. House of- Upcoming movie. Are we done with the Alien franchise? Is that... I mean, Prometheus was different enough, I think, to okay. yeah, something. Yeah, but that's it. Well, maybe not, because, I mean, which one? There's been a lot of directors. Which ones did he do? Uh, I don't know. Well, then that's irrelevant. You're out. <laughs> what were you going to say? Aliens. No, he didn't do that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. James Cameron. He did Alien Covenant, though. Nice. Shouts to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to me. Yet again. Well, good game. 
Anything else? No. No. Let's do let's do actor game for aliens. Any movie with oh, an, any uh, movie any, alien any movie, movie with an alien. All right, all right, all right. I will go first. Okay. Go with alien. Good job. Thanks. Um I'm going to go with uh fucking shut up. Men in Black. God damn, why did you do that? Well, what do you I wanted to do that. All fucker. right. Predator. Fuck you, man. I'm just kidding. Star Wars. Um Wow, why is this so hard? <laughs> hey man, aliens. <laughs> They're aliens. Yeah, I know. They're in just about uh fucking Oh my god, the third kind. It's the fourth kind, but the fourth kind. <laughs> I'm still in. <laughs> um, close Encounters of the Fourth Kind or the Third Kind, yes. whatever. Which one is it, Alex? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, let me do Star Trek. Damn. Nice. I'm gonna do Science. Paul. Damn it. Noise. Great movie. Um. Hmm. Shit. Aliens. Oh, uh, Starman. Oh, nice. Yeah, shit. Um, the Vast of Night. Slither. Fuck you, man. Oh, the uh, Dreamcatcher. Oh, nice. Yeety boy. Fuck. Um, this is a long game. Yeah. Um. Oh, what is that fucking one? Shit. E.T. District 9. Mars Attacks. Fuck. Right back at me. <laughs> Alien Shitheads. One of my favorite lines ever. Um. Fuck. Um. Oh, this is so fucking hard. Ah, shit. Oh, no, I don't want to be out. I'm out. War of the Worlds. Nice. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The day the earth stood still. Son of a bitch. I was really happy about mine. (laughs) (laughs) And you took it from me. Son of a bitch. It. Chapter the f- two. The thing. Fuck! Um. Shit. It's so broad. It's so hard. You're trying not to forget one that you have. The Outsider? Plan nine from outer space. Fuck, man. Killer clowns <laughs> from outer space. Fuck. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go, dude. But yeah. eat this W. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Good game. Josh wins again. Nice. Uh, there was one that was bugging me so heavy. I can't think of it. Um, it's a horror movie. It doesn't help. Fuck. Sorry, I can't even fucking describe it. You're good, man. All right, cool. I love you, man. Well done. All right. Good job to Stay everyone. 
Hey, thanks for listening to their say it back, time man. to reciprocate say, that comment. Say it back, dude. I'm not going to say it. I love movies, podcasts. Listen to our show. It's great. Good friend of 10 plus years. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Check out Alien. If you enjoyed this, uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell an alien, tell a, I don't know, tell your employer. Tell an alien. Put us on your LinkedIn. I don't know. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. Share a clip. If you uh, want to support the show, $5 on Patreon. Minimum, by the way. We love you. Okay, thank you. Later, Toads. Bye.